Hello and welcome. This is Mr. B on Free Talk with Mr. B. Our guest today, Muhammad, highlights the passion he has for learning and the willingness to learn from the beginning through the middle and definitely all the way to the end. He uses this passion to create his business accolades and to be a good consultant as a teacher learner. Let's get right into his conversation. Let's hear from him. Let's listen in. Because this is Free Talk. Free Talk with Mr. B. You're listening to Free Talk with Mr. B. Hello, good morning. Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Welcome to Free Talk with Mr. V. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. I'm doing good. Yeah, so we're in our studios and again, we're talking online and I turned off my video so I can really concentrate on your voice and the things you say. So I'm glad we were able to get here. Me too. For sure. Why don't you tell everyone about you? Who you? Who are you? Okay. Uh, my name is Mohammed. I am an entrepreneur. That's uh, one word to uh, say who I am. Uh, right now, but in my past life, I've been an employee of uh, multiple companies, and uh, I'm a passionate teacher. Nice. Nice. Do you need more about from from my side? <laughs> um, you know, here it's free talk, so it's more how you feel, what you're hoping to say. Yeah, I think you know, um, uh, like I, I like always, always feel that you know, uh, past is history. I think uh, it's uh, it's better not to reminisce too much on that. <laughs> I live in the yeah. present. At at the present, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, uh, but my background is in computer engineering. Uh, I worked from 2000 till 2015 for multiple software IT companies and uh, through the journey of work, I realized that, you know, my love for uh, helping other people uh, more than my work as an IT consultant, helping my directors. The thing that, you know, motivated me, I was passionate about is talking to people, sharing my knowledge. So I'm more like, you know, a knowledge, compulsive knowledge sharer. Yes. So that's that's where I am. And you use the word passionate, so it tells me a lot about the beauty of you, uh, being a passionate teacher, and and those words mean a lot. Now you're here right now in Dubai, but you're not from Dubai. I'm not from uh, UAE. I'm actually, you know, born and brought up in India. Um, I think I know. I was uh, I grew in a small town, um, uh, which is almost in the coast of uh, India, one of the coasts of India. And, you know, uh, never did I imagine that, you know, uh, that uh, I will grow up to be what I am. Because, you know, the kind of the kind of exposure I started off with, like even to speak uh, bas- basic English uh, was, um, uh, was, uh, was a challenge. You know, there's nobody to converse with. But, you know, uh, on, on the one hand, while I feel that, you know, my natural habitat was like that, I was a little bit privileged within the national habitat that, you know, that uh, my parents, uh, my, you know, uh, my uncles, uh, they all had international exposure to some way, you know, that has shaped, you know, how 
i understand the world and you know how they taught me the world so so i was little bit privileged but coming from a small town of india uh, um uh, completed my schooling in my same you know in the place that where i was born then i came to uh, a city called chennai where i completed my engineering and then from there on i moved to multiple cities within india i think you know that's how it is yes and we never know from childhood where we, we where we will land or where we end up or even our careers but it's kind of fascinating how things have migrated to where they are today and even meeting you um through networking and and talking to you f- through business i know today i wanted you to highlight a lot about you and your business and and how you got here and and definitely we can um explore okay i think you know yeah. uh, okay so i've always been a learner and you know one of the things that you know i covered about myself is that you know the self honesty i have about myself okay in terms of whether it is my skills or uh, capabilities i was uh, i don't know like you know uh, i was always clear about uh, where my capabilities lie if somebody used to ask me in 2000 who i am and you know what kind of person is it is i always used to tell them you know like i'm an above, above average guy i'm not you know exceptional but you know i'm kind of an above average guy that was the self evaluation what that meant is like i have to improve all the time so you know the only way to improve is to by constant learning so nice, if you if nice. you feel that you know right and then you get into this mode of constant learning so uh, i think you know uh, so once i got into the uh, job uh, like the job uh, environments i started becoming much more you know like uh, feeling that you know the other people have much better edge in a way that you know i have bigger strengths uh some strengths and they have some strengths but i always used to think that okay i need to acquire the strengths other people have so which means that you know i have to poke their brain i have to understand where they are coming from what books they are reading what articles they are so it was like you know a curiosity to self improve led to curiosity to learn which led to multiple things and you know and that helped me uh, move forward in my career uh in my job also so if you look at it you know uh, i was very lucky uh having started off with uh, small companies in in software i got a big break with a company called uh, lucent technologies uh this came from the the this came from the history of uh, you know bell labs bell labs you know like uh, graham bell so you know it was named after him i got a break into that company and you know i started to understand how real corporate cultures work and how they give a premium to learning and coaching and you know that is where you know i got into a uh, uh, mentoring mode so i got uh, i got one the director of that particular india operations to be my mentor so which helped me open my horizon into multiple things uh, which helped me evaluate myself on a constant path so which also led me to the concept of thinking about ideas and you know building businesses from ideas so you know which like you know i feel that i was very lucky and i was uh, uh, like you know it was like god sent for me to have exposure to people at such a high level and understand where their thinking is and how they come from yeah uh, which led me to which led me to you know uh, furthering my professional education so what i did is i did an executive masters in international business while i was working at bell labs so through that process i got exposed to you know uh, uh, continuing academics so i you know i got graduated there i did primary 
market research around telecom businesses and things like that yeah which yeah. spurred uh, which spurred my further curiosity around building a business of my own and uh, you know uh, that's where it all started so uh, once i started working for accenture i consciously moved away my career from you know being a very very desk job a programmer into a more of a business function guy so that was a like you know a radical shift from you know from my comfort zone uh, which moved me to understand the different aspects of software building software businesses uh, the, the the things that go into make things work when yeah. everything looks rosy from the outside there are a lot of nuts and bolts going into it we don't know you know what all the challenges a professional organization faces what are the audits they get exposed to you know and what the kind of preparatory mechanism that they have to do yeah. so it broadened my horizon and you know my understanding everything while at accenture uh-huh. yeah i'm just thinking everything you've said so far has shown your willingness to learn so i i like this that theme keep going so you know like you know the passion to learn was always there like yeah. you know like uh, meaning to say you know one of the things that i always coveted uh, when i worked for a company like accenture for 7 years was that you know every year they mandate a 40 hour learning of all the things that you know i enjoyed the most i thought i thought that i got the greatest value from was that 40 hour learning wow while everybody used to you know keep that as a like you know not a priority they will try to close their 40 hours at the end of the year i would love to finish it i finish it up at the beginning of the year <laughs> so it is like you know like you know i you know whatever learning is supposed to be done i finish it up in the beginning of the year and i'm always lacking for another another set of learning yeah. so so that you know that you know like being a learner means that you also have to share so that's where you know i got opportunities to train other people within the company so i used to travel from uh from you know from my place of work to other places uh, multiple times a year to share uh, whatever knowledge i have and you know uh, take yeah. uh, accenture proposed uh, subjects and you know teach them in a unique way so you know which which which, which got me you know uh, uh, hands on with you know the challenges people face and what they are worried about and you know how to mitigate those worries so you know that I got into that habit of doing that. Yeah, and back then you didn't know it was going to pay off today, but it's paying off today. Now, let's tell everyone what you're doing today, for example. Today, you know, what what I do is like, you know, uh, I've been a software consultant and you know, I'm a coach. So, there are a lot of companies uh, which are trying to make a mark in the in the world, especially software companies, small and medium businesses. Now, only what they what they get challenges they get uh, typecast into a small area of geography because they don't have the skills to present themselves in a way that the big companies understand let's say for example if you look at a professional organization they go to uh, multiple you know events uh, you know uh, where they they level up the business and uh, in those uh, in those events what they do is they share their knowledge in a way that attracts a lot of thought leaders to come after them so small and medium businesses have this struggle that they are not able to crystallize their thought and present it in a way that is attractive to those audiences so you know for close to one and a half years i helped a company in india 
uh, CEO of a particular company to think through their knowledge and crystallize that into presentable formats. So, you know, so, uh, through the process, I help them set up meetings with the account leaders, sales leaders, uh, think about what they will expect, how to, you know, begin the presentation. These are the things that uh, I did. So, so in that process, yeah, go ahead. So I'm saying for small and medium businesses, you can come in and help them. Absolutely. Because, you know, I always tell, you know, people it is lonely at the top. Unless you have, you know, you might have all the technological acumen. You might have all the, you know, technology team. But unless you are able to challenge yourself, unless you are able to rectify your decisions ahead of time, it, you're, you're going to get down the rabbit hole. Because most of the time what happens is once the decision starts rolling, the dice never stops. Right. So, you know, it is, it is, you know, it is at the time that you take a decision, you will have to think through those decisions from a very, very inner detached perspective. You know, unless you are detaching yourself. So for that to happen, you have to challenge yourself, which is not natural for most human beings. Because, you know, we are a bundle of bias, assumptions, you know, we can talk whatever it is. Because, you know, it is very normal. So, I help, you know, top executives within small and medium businesses think through their problems in a much more proactive and, you know, unattached, detached fashion. So, that way they can, they can realize, okay, the decision they are going to make is a viable decision, is a feasible decision is a you know, profitable decision. That's yeah. what I do. So definitely a consultant that have help them move forward and help them get their exposure. See, one of the things I always tell uh, my clients is that you know the best. What I am going to do is only challenge you. <laughs> good, good. I will challenge you. Yeah, you are going to pay me to challenge you. Simple, yeah. simple as that. Because if you look at a business, let's say for example, you are doing an oil business. What what can I offer about oil business to a, as a consultant more than the guy who is actually running the oil business? I cannot. <laughs> Honestly, what I can do is I can ask very, 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 very pointed, pregnant questions from using the using my ignorance, using my experience using my 360 degree view of how to build a business right that's all i can do so from that from that angle what i do is like you know i tell them that you know uh, we can we can discuss about what is your overall plan what is that you want to achieve we can work backwards from your outcome to what we should do now and you know how long will it take for us to realistically achieve the outcome this is what we do. Basically, what I call is outcome-driven consulting. Right, right. Very good. And and some clients may not know they need that. And so it's, it's worth um, looking from things. We speak about outside the box. We speak about um, inside the box thinking. I think um, in these modern times, we have to create the box. You, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right because you know uh, there are two modes of thinking that I, uh, I understood uh, you know from uh, thought leaders is that one is called boundary thinking. Boundary thinking is very very constrained. You're put under a lot of pressure. You're put under a lot of stress. You you cannot operate beyond a boundary. 
So and you have to innovate within that. I think this is called the boundary thinking. Right. There's another form of thinking is basically you know expansive thinking. If you look at a lot of thought leaders, they give a lot of trust to what I call is expansive thinking. They say go beyond your run, go beyond your run, go there, go there. But you know the best operating place for a small and medium business which is extremely resource constrained is to operate within the boundary. Right. So you know uh, like what are the what are the parameters you know where you know you are almost touching the boundary is very important for a business to recognize let's say for example you want to go to events you know globally but you cannot go to events where you know like where you are spending too much or too little so you have to understand how many events you can go in a year that requires you know you have understanding of your cash flows your uh, reserves and you know what kind of budget you have for marketing so this is very very thoughtful uh, you know approach to you know expanding your business right and again from your perspective you can help them to see how it, it does impact their bottom line because again that's what most small or medium and large businesses want to know how does it impact my bottom line because that's what they're in business for um uh, absolutely yeah absolutely i think you know impact to the bottom line is very critical but what i again you know stress upon to founders is that hey if you have already have very good uh, rapo in terms of uh, you know you have already clarity you know and you have a very good uh, uh, what i call is running machine in terms of achieving your uh, bottom line then the best thing that i can do is basically teach you some concepts where you can you know improve your craft because most of the time ceos don't realize that their job is to be good allocators of resources yeah. and good allocator and you know good teachers because as a ceo you cannot be a directive person as a ceo you have to basically influence people which means that you have to be really expressive <laughs> and yeah they no, need you have to you know you have to you have to No I'm thinking they need a passion for learning also. Absolutely absolutely. I think you know that is where you know a passion when you look at learning learning is basically what I call is a business multiplier. Right. Like technology. But the value of learning comes that you know only when you share that learning and then you understand the flaws in that try to rectify yourself. It is it is a learning is a self Yeah. correcting mechanism <laughs> so you know i tell i tell i tell ceos when you are when you are when you are working with me the most important thing is to see your return on learning and and a very very good point because i know in the old days they would say knowledge is power and i says well that's the old days the new days is the sharing of knowledge is power absolutely absolutely that's what i call you know like i don't know i always wonder why people don't have a return on learning <laughs> right maybe they didn't share it enough maybe they don't have a passion around learning very cool so um from a business perspective you're a businessman how would everyone find you how would someone get a okay. a little taste of this consultation okay so you know um, uh, right now i have a website called mcoach.in mcoach.im .in in mcoach.in okay. okay i'll make sure i put that on the description of this podcast yeah so you know people can you know uh, find out uh, some of our thoughts and some of the things that we do on mcoach.in so this is where people can uh, find me 
uh, right now you know i have also you know uh, uh, basically chiseled down some of my consulting work to focus on an area of expertise that i am that i'm very passionate and i believe that is the future which is around the product management software product management i write on mcoach.in around the software product management and i'm also authoring a book right now to help people think through building b2b businesses okay cool very nice those are the things we can highlight in conjunction with your um with your podcast when we upload this podcast very nice is you know it's really really great having um someone like you on and um one of the things we oh gosh we ask every podcaster to come on is is these subjects are ideas of giving back now whether you went back to the business community or the dubai africa or the dubai india e-commerce or commerce forums and let's say you were the keynote speaker and you wanted to leave a key set of words at the end of your presentation with them what do you want to tell them what do you want to leave with them as a form of giving back i think you know today every business is a media company whether is a whether you are an introvert you are an extrovert you are what ambivert whatever it is you have to be really be comfortable facing the camera if you want to build a business become comfortable facing a camera that is your topmost skill wow second thing is while everything has become commoditized the only thing that is not commoditized is your time and the, your what is happening going on inside your head <laughs> so the only difference the only advantage you can get in your business is through thought leadership nice. so you know uh, instead of you know thinking about how do i get my return on investments how do i get return on this how do i get return on that while those are all all important they have all become commoditized and a lot of tools are there to help you with that the only thing that has not been commoditized is your cognitive capability yeah focus on that shop on that and that is where you will be able to become a successful entrepreneur or whatever you want to do in life right and you saying the cognitive abilities right correct Yeah. And I think it's applicable even for young people in school. Uh, shouldn't all of them be learning how to be I mean competent presenters? Absolutely. I think you know what what I believe is like you know uh, uh, we pick up skills as we grow up. Like for example if you look at there are people you know even in among the youth, youth who are very exceptional presenters. while there are other people who are exceptional technology people if you are building a business the most important thing is to have what i call is complementary skills while everybody can aspire to be a presenter what i always like believe is that you know a team does the best job so you know find people and then be honest about what is your strength and work with them in order to develop your business but as a skill definitely presentation everybody should become very good i believe in that too and the good presenters usually end up being good leaders and good leaders should be good presenters and whether audio uh, or visual etc absolutely i think you know one of the things that I, you know i take back from my accenture days was that they thought about uh, you know how what are the people's personalities right now they taught me you know four 
kind of personalities one they call expressive another one they call directive another one they call you know uh, friendly cordial another one you know they called analytical i think you know when i look back at my entrepreneurial life i see you know i see that you know all four things need to be arriving at a good composition in order for you to continuously acquire customers and continuously develop the business that is you have to be expressive you have to be directive you have to be friendly or cordial you have to be analytical and you know if people can focus on building these four capabilities or know at least where they stand vis-a-vis each of these capabilities then they have a good chance at hitting whatever they want to achieve Yes, very cool. I'm so glad to have you on and so glad to hear about this willingness to learn and having a passion behind learning because it's it's going to make the world go round. It's going to make businesses successful. And as you mentioned to us, you could be found on um online at m c o a c h.in mcoach.in Very nice. Um I hope you would come on again. I and I realize you have quite a few subjects there, keynote type subjects that you can explore. Uh in the future you'll come on again, yes? Why not? I think you know it has been a pleasure talking to you and uh, whoever is listening and you know I'm very thankful to them uh for spending the time to listen to this conversation and you know I appreciate that you know they can take Uh, something useful from this whole thing and you know implement in their lives i'll yeah. be more than happy you know if they can do that for themselves <laughs> and that's the goal of this platform free talk with mr b allows people to come on and we want our audiences to learn from our accumulated experience so you had enough experience portrayed here where somebody can grab something to make themselves a better person and so we really really appreciate you and thank you so much for coming on thank you so Thank you so much for having me and I know I enjoyed talking to you. My pleasure. We talk to you soon. Thank you so Thank much. You. Very nice. Very nice. Willing to learn, willing to listen, willing to make it a passion and willing to make it a business. Let's continue the conversation. Join me on Instagram at Free Talk with Mr. B. You could also find the music of Free Talk with Mr. B on YouTube and other music streaming channels. www.freetalkwithmrb.com. We welcome all of you. Let's continue. Let's talk.